How was your weekend, guys? <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. Nice sweater. Oh, Love thanks. it. Ooh. I need a, a cool merch. I need to get some merch. Mm. <laughs> you want me to have... pirates? Yeah. I want that. Yeah, that looks fun. I do, yeah. I have an anti-fascist one, yeah. I think. That yeah. I think Pat gave me. Pat gave it? Randomly of course, Pat gave it to you. <laughs> Shout out to Pinferna. Pinferna <laughs> underscore Pinferna. Underscore <laughs> Pinferna. <laughs> we love him. Um, well, welcome to our little full kit wankers podcast, guys. Oh, yeah, that's God. pretty good, yeah. <laughs> what, could it be better? How can I make it better? Oh, you can do the German version. What's the German version? What is it? Zuren. Zuren? Zuren? Yeah, but nobody says it here. Like, Zuren? When I introduce myself, I always say Soren. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do yeah. the same. I'm not going to go, I'm Andrea. <laughs> yeah. I'm just Steven. Uh, Steven. So, all... <laughs> I know a tiny bit of German. I went to a French immersion school. We learned German in fourth grade. Oh, nice. Ooh. So I know how to say Küken, which is little chicken, yeah, <laughs> and Blau, which is blue. Very good. And uh, so, blue beast, little chicken. Du bist schön. You're cute. That's it. That's You're all cute, got. blue chicken. And hässlich. Yeah. Du bist deine Küchenblau. That sounds a lot funnier. Really too. cultured. Uh, okay. And we also have Sean. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our show, guys. Thanks for coming on this wonderful Sunday. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. So yeah. nice yeah. out. We're in like an undisclosed location with yeah. no sunlight. No sunlight. In the little box. Not in this room. Yeah. Well, okay. Tell us. <laughs> I, that's true. The yeah. air circulation is yeah. mwah. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Sean. You can go first. And what drew you to FC St. Pauli? Um, well, I've been a member of the East River Pirates for something like five or six years now. Um, I got involved because a friend of mine was involved, and she brought me along, and the people were really good, and so it just kept coming back and coming back, and eventually she moved away, and then, you know, more and more I've been taking on different responsibilities, and now it's... Sean uh, took over, actually. Yeah, it I sounds did, like yeah. it, yeah. yeah she's running the club. My yeah. kind of woman. <laughs> and our little briefing before we went live, you she's just, pulling just the like... Strings, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was like, and I was like, girl, yeah, women do all of it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We know, we know it's in Look good hands. Him. I wrote this. <laughs> yeah, she did. Yeah. I wrote something and it's it, it didn't make the page. <laughs> <laughs> approaching i had yeah, to go i missed it yeah um were you always a soccer fan before you found uh fc st paulinus river pirates or it's, was it like yeah it's sort of cliche but i sort of became a soccer fan doing study abroad and like realizing the that's I mean, the I grew best up, way yeah, yeah i grew up in the midwest and so i grew up with like uh football and especially like college football sure. culture and um you know, then going to Europe, spending four months living there and realizing how different the sports culture is and how different the supporters culture is there. And I really sort of fell in love with that mm-hmm. um, and didn't really have that much of a strong affiliation for a particular team. So I feel like once I found St. Paul, it just felt like such a good fit. And nice. Yeah. yeah. It ticks all the boxes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More than just the game itself. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. all the boxes except the game itself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well said. Uh, yeah. What about you, 
Sorin. <laughs> all right. She's uh, gonna try it. The whole, it's so pathetic. I'll just yeah. make Sorin. Fine. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Like, like I said, I, he, he, he in many ways. You know, Sorin. And then, oh then, gosh. You know, when when people read my name, they're first surprised. Like, oh, you you're a guy. It was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But anyhow, um, so um, yeah, I, I uh, was born and raised in Germany, and um, I when I when I was a kid, I really didn't like soccer a lot. You know, like my my dad watched it all the time on TV, and I thought just like it's you know horribly boring and watching the game <laughs> as a kid I, w- I wasn't big into tv in the first place and then like watching soccer on, on the screen was just like oh my god you know this is the worst but then um <laughs> me growing up basically you know getting into like skateboarding and punk rock etc and like uh, the area where i grew up was like very mixed there was like a lot of like nazi scumbags and stuff so and me uh-huh. being punk rock so always like an open target and then and when I was 16, I believe, like, France took me for, to the first match and opened up a whole different world to me. Basically, like, 20,000 like-minded people and, like, you know, just being in the crowd and everybody, like, you know, chanting, like, anti-Nazi chants and stuff like that. Ooh, you I know? Like so that. it was, like, um, immediately I, I fell in love, like, with, with the sport and, 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 you know, just being in the stadium live and on the atmosphere and the emotions and then like, all these good people around me. It's just, like... Yeah, they flipped the switch basically, and, and me, you know, that's what it started takes, going yeah. like every every game basically, and that was like ninety one about. So oh, when actually. I was born. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like uh, about sixteen. So. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you grow up in the Hamburg area? Yeah, a little bit north. A little like bit north. Our, our way about. I mean, which back then, those times it felt like it was a day trip every time, like going to Hamburg, even though it was oh, just sure. an hour. But like for us, it was like, you know, it felt like a long trip. So I'm not yeah. familiar with the infrastructure. It's good thing you didn't end up as an HSV <laughs> fan or anything like that. <laughs> no, there was a problem at that time. Like, I mean, I guess we talk about this later, but mm-hmm. the stadiums in Europe and particularly in Germany were were so infiltrated already by mm-hmm. Nazi scumbags that Yikes. Uh, I didn't yeah, was, know that. Yeah, and Europe was really, really bad. So yeah. that was the reason, basically, how the whole St. Pauli thing started. You know, like yeah, mm-hmm. maybe we can. I don't know if we come to this later. Well, we're coming. Yeah, no, to we, it. Will, we, we will. We will. Yeah, yeah, we got. And so <laughs> when you came, to, when did you come to New York? Uh, I moved here in two thousand five. Oh wow, cool. Okay. Yeah, like fourteen years ago. I just nice. had my yeah. anniversary. Congratulations. Congratulations. I mean, you're well into your New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, New you're Yorker. a full, uh, full-fledged I'm Yorker. I'm close. Yeah. I'm like two years off. Two years uh, off? Uh, 2011, so yeah. Where are you, there. Sean? Uh, I hit my 10 years in uh, September, I think. Whoa. You've earned your You've stripes. earned it. Congratulations. Yeah. We survived. I'll we're get your ribbon. As a native survived. New Yorker, I'll get your ribbon. Somehow we're still here. Like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I'm never leaving. And you found East River Pirates. Like, you just looked it up. You're like, I'm an FCC Pauli um, person. Actually, it was a friend of mine. Uh, like, shortly after they started the group, um, a friend of mine back then worked for the German-American Chamber of Commerce. And uh, they somehow were able to post something on that website. And my friend, who's basically from the same area she was like oh sore and this is something for you and she forwarded to me sent me the link and i was like yay so uh, first, <laughs> first i was like i couldn't believe it first and uh so first like when they started watching the first games at east river bar i just like popped in to oh, nice. check it out yeah cool. it was fantastic i have questions about how you guys watch these games because oh. they are not nationally televised no it's complicated because they're not they're not nationally televised they're also if it's a weekend game they're on at like seven o'clock in the morning if they mm, you know if they're able to watch them live so like occasionally they can be found on Fox Match Pass. They do oh, wow. That's like deep cut. a that handful of second Bundesliga games every week. Mm. But we watch everything on delay. 
Um, so we actually watch it in the evening of the day that the match was played, and there's a streaming service through the club that we yeah. are subscribers to. Do you find that it's just easier to get everyone together on an evening Absolutely. than it is? Like, yeah. I mean, I know, like, we like, like, we like Spurs for P- Premier League, but we'll wake up, we'll go. Yeah, and I've done that, and it's really fun. Like, it is I fun. like doing that, like, to have a little morning, whiskey in the morning. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's always we do fun. It for a Celtic game sometimes, too. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. So yeah. join the um, Manhattan Supporters Club at. 7 o'clock. But they're up. They're committed. Cider. Yeah. I know. Just you like, feel like dead inside, but you're like, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Just have a, <laughs> you know, Irish breakfast and yeah. you're good to go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, but so we watch 6 o'clock in the evening on a weekend, roughly, uh, right. depending on when people show up and manage to get everything started. <laughs> That's a lot fun, of respect, though. That's fun, like, yeah. Then it can be like a party. Yeah, and also so. because they don't they don't care who wins or loses, and they just That's I mean you do care uh, yeah you care a little bit <laughs> but like but, but yeah I'm not getting too upset about it you know the, the results I mean, how many do like, you know the result before going in like no, no. you don't you don't bother to no, look it's it up in the New York Times article hi no no I know that but like I would I would look it up I'll keep my mouth shut no, but like I need to know you still want to like get the feeling like as if you were like at a live match basically or you were watching it live in 2014 during the World Cup and I had to work. I would DVR that game and yeah. then not look it up yeah. except the kitchen guys would ruin it <laughs> yeah. like, oh Brazil lost yeah. 7-1 and uh, I was like I mean, okay you're ruining the game I had it on my DVR I mean the oh, funny yeah. thing is like we, we basically every match we have like visitors there from, from overseas like uh, mostly Germany obviously but also like from other parts of the world like you know uh, other parts of Europe obviously but even South America whatever and mm-hmm. like even they know so they show up there not knowing the result they're always Usually. really proud they love to tell us all the all the lengths that they've gone through to, I, told all, I turned yeah. off all my WhatsApp groups I told yeah. my mother not to talk to me today. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really like that's pure. Yeah. That's yeah. pure. That's like pretty that. pure. Yeah, I like so that they come a lot. prepared. I mean, we like, had surprisingly. actually the president of the club came to visit us. One, he's been here a couple Whoa. times, but he Whoa. came one time. That's awesome. He works in the music business, so he's in New York from time to time mm-hmm. anyway. But he came to one actual game with his family and yeah. didn't know the result ahead yeah. of time and he was climbing the walls yeah. oh, we started God. like 15 minutes late and he's like what's going on is yeah. something wrong is it broken yeah. did something happen yeah. <laughs> yeah. he freaked out he freaked out that's really fun yeah. do you guys are people like really enwrapped with the TV or are they just kind of like casually watching it how's the vibe there it's a little bit of a little bit of everything. I mean, yeah. we get lots of same as in the stadium. I feel yeah, like, right. you know? <laughs> <laughs> when it goes to Saint like, matches, like half of the like game time, you you talk to your people, and then like you you don't necessarily focus like uh, on the game like a hundred percent. You know, like it's like it's like a family gathering. You know, like sure. everybody yeah, talks, totally. and if something like exciting happens, or like people get slowly into the mood. Like second half time is usually like when when it's getting a little bit louder and mm. more rowdy in the bar. You know, like you know people have a couple of drinks, and then it's it's exactly like in the stadium. And I then feel, someone you know? starts. Love it. Songs and chants. Yeah, and someone, yeah. Yep. someone being sworn over here. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Are you the? Are, do you lead the chants? I see this for them. Uh, sometimes, yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, depends on who's there, you know. Yeah. Oh, are man, the chants in like, German? Some of them. A lot of them. Sick. Yeah. yeah. Even the ones you guys do here. Yeah. Some of them are in English. Some of them, there's like one in French. And I'd love to and learn these songs. There's a couple of the guys from the Cosmos group who are like bringing in some Spanish Cosmos cheers. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. I think I know who it is too. Shout out to Chapu, little guy. Um, okay, well, we know that East Reverse Pirate stance is like strict, like strongly anti-fascist. But what exactly are the core beliefs of the club and supporters groups? Like, I mean, um, I feel that we like mirror pretty much a hundred percent what what the club 
tries to which like, is express great. Yeah. To, to, to the outside world basically mm -hmm. you know that there's strict rules or they try to have strict rules within the stadium like about like what you can do and what you cannot do sure. like obviously wearing like fucked up patches and clothes like that is literally like offending people that's a no go mm -hmm. I mean having fun and all that stuff obviously that's like everybody wants to do that you know but like Uh, making sexist remarks or being homophobic or whatever, you know, like th this is simply a no-go in the stadium. It does happen, of course. Nobody mm -hmm. can deny it, but like um, everybody in the stadium is basically encouraged like to, to like call out these people. And we try to do the same here, basically. We, we post that stuff. We try to express ourselves and like what we stand for, you know, and I think cool. the values that we have are pretty much in line with like what the club and many supporters groups stand for. Yeah. No, it's one of I mean, the things amazing, I admire though. the most. Yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of clubs do that, you know. Nope. Yeah. But <laughs> If you look, if you look, if you look like at the stadium itself, like obviously they they just like rebuild it, but in like huge letters right across like the Gegengrade, which is like the main terrace, standing terrace, it says like no football for fascists. Nice. I mean, I love that. Yeah. Seriously, where where else do you see this? Where yeah. else do you Nowhere see this? Else. It's like all across the stadium. You know, it, this is just like a message that is very clear. And uh, yeah, if you're not down with that, then I think this is not the not team, the club basically. for you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. How do you feel about that versus like right now I mean congratulations on your New York Times write up very Thank yeah. you. Thank oh, you. Yeah, yeah. Great excited, brief but absolution precise concise yeah, yeah. delightful <laughs> uh, to the point you I got I saw that you were quoted very cool at the very end there Uh, but, you know, it's ironic that within days that I read that New York Times write-up about East River Pirates and anti-fascism and soccer supporters, I get a HuffPo article about fascism and soccer yeah, supporters like at days NYCFC, after, just like days right after. across town. Yeah. Um, how do you guys feel about, like, you know, Don Garber commented saying something like, oh, that doesn't happen <laughs> yeah. in our stadiums. Yeah. It, if we didn't know about it, it didn't happen, and, like, yeah. we would never stand for it. Yeah. And then Alexi Lala said something about how we can't police thought. Um, but obviously it's very effectively done at yeah. East River Pirates. So why, you know, how can clubs do it better? Yeah, it was a very problematic statement. Like, yeah, he's an idiot. It, it went deep. It was, it was a thoroughly, yeah. you know, put it statement. But like, yeah, how do you guys feel about that I one? Mean, because I mean, we know it's happening. So, right. I mean, obviously, like being affiliated basically with the New York Cosmos, uh, 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 who are obviously very much like involved in, in, in the local soccer scene and, and, and what's happening. A lot of people like who are politically also active, not just like, you know, uh, mm -hmm. uh, when they go to the Cosmos games, but like, you know, they, they do different things. A lot of people like uh, are in the New York Antifa and, you know, yeah. things like this. So, they pretty much know what's going on and they know what's going on with New York FC. I mean, it's like, it's not a problem like to a degree where, where, where people can say, okay, oh, like everybody who's going there like is a fucking Nazi scumbag. That's obviously not the case. Right. Right. But there is certain groups and movements which are problematic and, yeah. and, 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 and we know very much and uh, who that is. You know, yeah. like we are, we are actually like in the in the in the epicenter of uh, yeah. of it. We are sitting <laughs> in Greenpoint in New York, and Greenpoint is very well known, like f for having like a, a fascist scene. Yep. And there's there's been other people crimes. basically yep. who go and visit uh, or attend the uh, New York FC games, basically. You know, and, yeah. and, and mm -hmm. it can be denied. Like a lot of people, like who who, who support. Uh, New York FC say no there's nothing it's bullshit it's there that's crazy and like if you deny it then you're basically yeah Yeah. but the thing is you don't even have to police it you just have to come out and say we're against this we're against hate for people in our stadium and the supporters can come out and say it and the front office should come out and say it and the MLS mm -hmm. should come out and say it you know if we're going to work within this I don't know why it's so hard for certain people why is it so hard say to say that we right. aren't a, that we're against discrimination they have no, they have no problem because you know, deep down they don't want to alienate 
a fan base. Like well, at some point, well, they I have a problem. And, and they don't want to politicize it. You know, right. that's, that's, especially like the MLS. I can I can picture like uh, once they start making these sort of statements, it's getting politicized, and th this is like obviously it doesn't go down well with a lot of people. So then, know? what's going to happen is it's just going to get politicized it, the other it just, way. Yeah, it's just getting yeah. getting more problematic. Exactly. I think what they need is I mean MLS is so all about being like family friendly and like families in the yeah. stadiums mm -hmm. and stuff like that. All they need is you know a handful of mommies and daddies to hear about this and be like, well, we're going to cancel all of our yeah. season tickets for oh our family God. because we don't want our yeah, kids I didn't to know. be around. I didn't know. It's funny, though, because the only NYCFC game I've ever been to where I sat, not in the away supporter section, where I sat, um, my friend gave me his season tickets because Galaxy were in town. I'm from L.A. So oh, I'll yeah. go see Galaxy play NYCFC in a baseball stadium. And um, <laughs> <laughs> sat in the supporters uh, not supporter section, season ticket holders, so like nice seats. Mm. And you'd think like, oh, this is the expensive area, this isn't supporters, like this is where people are going to be classy, and, but that was like the mm. most racist things I've ever heard at a soccer. Really? Yeah, Gio mm. was playing and they were talking about building the wall and they were talking about sending him back to Mexico and calling him names. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what is the supporter section? There's like a lot you of know, sexist like, chants that they yeah. have and like, you know, I, I went there for games and, and, and yeah, it's just like yeah, we, I think totally a lot different of us vibe. Went, like yeah. the first season, a couple of the people in our team or in our, in our supporters group live not that far away from Yankee Stadium and oh. thought, well, you know, if this turns out to be something cool, it'd be nice. So yeah. I think, and that you could get really cheap season tickets the first season. Yeah. yeah. So I think we had a handful of season tickets in the club and, and you know, became clear very quickly that that was not something we wanted to be involved with. It's 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 there and, and nobody can deny it, you know, and, and, and I don't think, I'm not sure if it's going to happen here in New York or not, I can't say, but like I said, there's definitely like both sides involved in the stadium. The question is like how active is one or the other? You know, or how so. effectively are they policing yeah. people who are right. acting out? Like Stevens had stories where NYCFC supporters have, like those pro the Proud Boys within there have like attacked yeah. Cosmo supporters they and have. gotten in brawls and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh well, you well, can still keep coming the, to the games. Look at the derbies, like when when they play uh, Red Bull. Yeah, you know, I've been to those obviously games. having like a more like uh, a left wing, you know, supporter Absolutely, scene. Absolutely, yeah. Ob obviously, and, and 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 yeah, it came to open open fights. Obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's wild. I mean, uh. I mean, speaking of being a supporter, I hear the wait list to join the supporters group in Germany is thousands long. Um, the, How does the that work? The wait list for season tickets is thousands long. Wow. Mm. Um, but I think you can, anybody can become does a Does someone a just have to die? Like, how do you get on that list? I don't know, but people people <laughs> know much. their number. Yeah. You talk to people and they're like, oh yeah, I'm, you know, 487 on the season ticket wait list. That's they know their number. That's awesome. <laughs> I used to have one. You had like a little laminate card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, we only had them. Basically, it was more convenient at that time. It wasn't like always sold out, you know. Like when 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 I oh started going there, that was like yeah. oh my god! And you couldn't like just sell them yearly. Like you had to. I mean, like I said, no, nobody knew that it was you know. You didn't know it was going to be yeah, right. Bad, That's like having like season tickets to the, like. Red Sox and like the front yeah. row. Like, like I said, we only did it because of a convenience, you know, because most of the time we had to drive an hour and like then we didn't want to like wait for, you know, like sure. whatever, half an hour to get a ticket. It wow. wasn't a problem at that time, obviously, you know. Right. No, it's and crazy. We now, were actually apparently. like one of the few who had season tickets at that time. <laughs> you know, most people were like, eh, you know, nobody wanted to come up with the money at the, at the beginning of the season. You know? <laughs> so like anyone can join the supporters groups. Yeah, it's just so a matter of season is tickets. Is it so just one supporter group no, or is it multiple? There's, so there's a there's an overarching like fan council organization right. called the do you, can you say the word? I can't pronounce Fan Yeah, that one. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, Fan So that's like yeah. the 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 main the collective of it all. Yeah, it's, it's like, like it's an umbrella council. organization. Got it. Yeah, yeah. So better like said. Anyone yeah. who's a, who has a supporters group that is registered and you pay I don't know what 35 bucks a year or something like that. Um and you have to have I don't know, six members, and you have to agree to uh, hold on to a, a code of conduct or, or a code of 
supporters club. That's of great. Some kind. That's I, I feel like that's something that lacks here in the states with U.S. clubs. I don't. Yeah. I don't think many, maybe one or two that come to my come to mind that have like a council. Everyone else is just sort of like, yeah, we're thing. a supporter. We're, we just show up and like, yeah, yeah we're here together. But so there's then, no structure. I mean, yeah. we are officially registered with a club, first yeah. of all. That's and right. then, like yeah. I said, the Fanclub Sprecherrat is basically like the umbrella organization who puts out like official statements or asking for feedback or, mm -hmm. you know, those kinds of things. And then they things, have meetings you know? once or twice a year where yeah. anybody who's a, any club who is a registered member can send a representative. And awesome. Like, if you look at the list of registered fan clubs, there's like hundreds. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Wow. I mean, yeah. like some of them are probably not that active anymore, yeah. I feel, you know, yeah. like, uh, but, but many are. Many are mm. very much involved, you know. Now, how? How many? If you're sorry. Go ahead. If you're collecting stickers and patches and stuff, it's fun. Oh, you get to trade around like, and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot Sick. of good stuff. Left you get like a Demon jacket and put all yeah. the patches. Sometimes on. it's a bar, you know, like founding oh, yeah. supporters groups, yeah. you know, yeah. like people who hang out at the same bar and things like That's that. Fun. You know, it's like some are more, like some are less serious than others, obviously. Mm. You know, yeah. So <laughs> very cool. I mean, yeah. okay, so certain soccer aficionados, a lot of people who are fans, like to argue that sport and politics should be kept very separate. Uh, that soccer should be an escape from reality, not a constant reminder of, like, any political issue. Or, you know how everyone's like, don't politicize everything. Like, this is just supposed to be fun for everyone. It's supposed to be unifying. Yeah. I can't, like, I have to say, I do not partake we in that. We do not, we do not believe back. in that. Yeah. But, you know, I'd like to know your stance because you guys so, so obviously do the opposite. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the sort of thing where, like, anything that you do in your life is political. And there's yeah. no way yeah. To, not, yeah. to get away from that. Right. Even trying to say that you're being non-political is a political stance, you know, when it, it means comes you're down apathetic. I involved a lot in the in the art world, and that's a thing you get in art a lot, too. Like, political art, non-political mm -hmm. art, commercial art, you know. And, like, there is a way of making art that isn't, like, expressly political, but the fact that you're expressing an idea in a particular way means that it's going to be political in some way whether you intend it to or not yeah. sure yeah, yeah. Um, I mean I feel like um, you can't really like avoid the discussion uh, in terms of I mean like if if this was the case that you know like if sports was completely not poli political it would be fine with me you know like uh, but it's a different reality out there just, you know we just talked about like uh, New York FC and like how, how they have like racist and, and fascist or like sexist chants you know so what about that yeah. You know, is, mm -hmm. is right. that How like is that, the, not... is that normal? I mean, is that like the, the, the norm that we want in the stadiums? If, is this not political? I mean, come on, you know, like you can't really like go blind to, through your life. You know, these things are out there. They ha they happen in the stadiums. In my opinion, they should be called out, you know, like at, at, to me, it was like I said, like growing up in Europe. It's not like that I that I choose or not choose like being political or not political in, in terms of like, you know, there's there's a soccer team. I want to I want to see the matches. Um What happened back then was like you accounted it. There were like Nazis in the stadiums. There were Nazi chants in the stadiums. There was a lot of fucked up shit going on basically at that time, you know. And, right. and like I said, St. Pauli was basically cre created as sort of like a counterweight in the whole like scene basically that happened back then, you know. So it was, if if, if you want to blame anybody, <laughs> it, it was basically the, the 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 Nazi parties in the 80s who infiltrated the stadiums, uh, tried to basically get a lot of like you know weak and drunk people, like you know maybe not the brightest people, like on on their side, just to infiltrate them basically, yeah. you know. But in my opinion, it started much earlier, obviously. Mm -hmm. you know, People who go to the sport, I mean, it's a people's sport, you know, working class, whatever, people talk, they are, you know, when they when they go there and it's 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 there. But like a local club, I guess, like when you grew up in the area, you know, like uh, when you're, for example, like the Ruhrpott area in, 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 in Germany, you know, like, okay, you're from Dortmund, you're a Dortmund supporter, you're from 
button shot you watch Schalke or whatever you know <laughs> things like that of course like happen and, and, and this is like how we get into it I guess but nonetheless like uh, within the within the supporters you know they they, they have political movements you know and you, again you can't deny it you know it's there so yeah. what do you do about, about it absolutely how do you feel about that with um, the upbringing for a fan do you think that everyone should follow their local club or does it matter if you know if you were if you're from Schalke do you, and you support Dortmund? I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I leave it up to to, to every like everybody yeah. has to make make up their own mind. In my opinion, I personally I don't give a damn like where you're from or like you know what your background is. Mm-hmm. As long as you made the right choice and uh, you have the right mindset, um, you know everybody's coming from somewhere. Obviously, so right. everybody has a background. But, yeah, but it doesn't matter to me. Like you know, if if you, if you're from Denmark and you support Bayern Munich, or like you're from France and you support AC Milan or whatever, you know, like who cares? I know? think right. it's a way of actually. I don't want to call it out too harsh, but I think it's people. There's a certain group of people that don't agree with people who should be. They should only be supporting local, and those people are the ones that have a problem with like people in Thailand being Liverpool fans. Like, right. are they not allowed to enjoy the sport because exactly. they're not from England? Right. Like, that's silly. And so there's, it's kind of got that tinge to it as well to me. Right. I will say as, as an American, I mean, obviously I don't think that following your local team is the most important thing because my team is St. Pauli and yeah. I don't, and have never lived anywhere near Hamburg. But sure. I think as like with the sport growing the way it is in this country, if you are a, if you are a soccer fan and you only watch the Premier League, like, I think there is something to be said for finding the local team in your area, particularly yes. if it's lower league, you know, and, you know, you don't have to, that doesn't have to become your whole world, mm-hmm. but like, yeah. and that's the point I'm kind of I'm yeah, leaning yeah. towards when she He's talks about. He's convincing me because yeah. I used to just be like, well, I loved Galaxy growing up. That's my local but team. That's your that's local team. Lower league, you know? No, but still like that's, that's your local, that's your team. Sure. You know? And if it doesn't yeah. speak to you, then like, fine, that's totally fine. No, but, but I think it's, really it's worth cool. like yeah. reaching out and, and, yeah. and so it was one of the things that I really like about the connection that we've built with New York Cosmos supporters and i mean by we i mean they've been they yeah. were like the founders you know they've been well that's for that's what introduced me to that fc st Pauli. i would have never yeah. looked towards that yeah. if i didn't you know if i weren't a cosmo fan yeah. so yeah steven yeah. li- the link between us but, all but i, I agree with, <laughs> i totally 100 percent agree with uh, sean on that again we are lucky enough that we have the new york cosmos here you know they found us we found them sort of thing you know uh, it's a perfect match but yeah, yeah. but the ideals rega- are there regardless the, of the, the cosmos the same, like yeah. i said even if they weren't here i mean i could see myself like you know going to a small small team here you know yeah. like popping in there you know yeah i say month, it all the time once a month or whatever you know just to yeah. watch the sport and get a feeling for like what's going on here locally you know you've been mentioning that when you were growing up and you were going to these games um that this was sort of born out of a huge nazi presence in soccer can you like talk a little bit more about that because i actually mm-hmm. had no i had no idea that was a thing mm-hmm. yeah, i thought yeah. nazis were just obliterated in 1945 i thought yeah. they were done we're not well done. yeah i thought so too <laughs> still, still a thing <laughs> not, 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 a, not at all unfortunately yeah i know mm-hmm. um, so like i said especially in europe like in the 80s uh, it, it just happened like in many many places like in england and the netherlands and in germany and you know that I guess like political parties decided or found uh, soccer clubs as uh, an open source for uh, for new people that they could attract. Yeah, basically, and they say it's not political, huh? Ideas, you know, like you know, 
not as an insult, but like sim simple-minded people, basically, you know, maybe working class, sure. whatsoever, you know, like uh, we're seeing people it they, happen here right yeah, now. Yeah, people, <laughs> they could, people they could easily convince, like with their with their fucked up ideas, you know, like oh, immigrants are taking the work, you know, from you, and like la 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 la, you know, so so populist ideas, basically, mm -hmm. and, and it, it happened at the time. Uh, that also like the the skinhead movement uh, started changing uh, like um, hooliganism became a big big thing in europe and like all at the same time basically and like i said uh, uh, like hooligans often turn nazis mm -hmm. you know like they 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 were like started getting behind the idea of uh, 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 yeah th those like brown and like right wing parties you know and um at that time in hamburg a lot of people actually like it was at the same time like when the punk rock scene was was big in Germany and there a lot of people like who who watched soccer and were punk rock at the same time also watched like um, the bigger team in Hamburg like H HSV Hamburg right. Sports Fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, but they were like one after another basically kicked out of the stadium by these like hooligans and Nazi skinheads you know? uh. so yeah that was a big 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 problem obviously for, for many people like who loved the sport but couldn't go to the stadium anymore because they got their asses kicked all the time they went there you know with, with the wrong patches and whatever they had you know like yeah. colored hair and mohawks and whatsoever um, at the same time um, in, the, in the quarter of St. Pauli there were like a, uh, there were a lot of like um, squats Uh, especially like in the in the Hafenstraße, which is like a uh, yeah an entire block basically was like occupied by by anarchists and um, um, punks basically um, oh squatters who, yeah squatters okay, yeah. Yeah. who basically like occupied um, empty houses and they 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 lived there and uh, they somehow actually managed to stay in these houses there and uh, people who lived there started going to the local team which was FC St. Pauli you know it's like very close by in the port port area and uh, this is basically how it all started you know small number of wow. people like 20 or so at the beginning and they started taking over the club literally like 20 50 100 200 then they started telling the merch people basically oh you can't sell these stickers anymore and those patches anymore because they are sort of like you know on the edge like national colors they didn't want that anymore and the club obviously didn't like it at the beginning but uh since there were ever-growing numbers basically of people who, who, who were attending the games in terms of like uh, terms of like left-wing and, and punks and anarchists uh yeah they slowly took took over the club wow. see i didn't know all that i mean yeah, I yeah. the beginning of the 80s this yeah. is like when it happened and so just huh. to coincide with punk rock is kind of cool yeah that makes the, like the, the correlation club, i guess because yeah. of the Uh, proximity to, to, to the harbor to the port you know and, mm -hmm. and Hamburg calls itself like the, 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 the gate to the world or something like that mm -hmm. <laughs> it's an enormous port in Hamburg it's yeah. really cool all the uh, ships biggest container port in, cool. in, in, in huh? Europe so uh, there was always like like this international flair basically you know but at the same time the port workers and the labor movement that, that was strong in that area and then like I said the, the, the punk scene and the squad scene at the same time you know it was was the right moment I guess uh, to build like some co some some kind of a Uh, counter movement to yeah. what else was going on in, in wow. the stadiums. That's really that's amazing. There's, yeah. If you're interested in more history of that kind of stuff, there's actually a really great book written about the club in English. Okay, uh, that's called Pirates, Punks, and Politics. Oh, Ooh. definitely heard of it. Yeah, it's on my reading list. It's by so alliteration. Nick Davidson. He's he's British and he um, he's a really nice guy. We he, we've met him a couple times. Um, but it's like a full history of the club and then also sort of mixed in with like his experiences of finding it, starting to go to games and obviously he can get over there a lot more often than we can yeah. it's yeah. not quite as long a trip. It's <laughs> a movie. Like I would 100% watch this movie. Oh, like the yeah. 80s, the money squatters. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure someone's money. working on it or someone, someone has a Kickstarter up yeah, for it. Ansel yeah. Elgort in it or 
whatever. Let's put all this thing together. He was like chairman, right? I don't but know. speaking of the, the uh, Hamburg in the city, yeah. um, you guys were just there recently. Yeah. Yeah, so, I was there Sean like two, yeah. two weeks ago, something like that. Okay. Weeks, well, you grew up ago? there, so you know. Yeah, you've been there. We went last year as a, as a club uh, about yeah. a year ago. We Fun. had like, what, like 14 of us that yeah. traveled over 14, 15, for a game? Like just mm-hmm. Okay. You guys sound fun. I want to hang out with you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hang out with us. It's cool. the best. We always pick the wrong games, though. We do. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> do they get like slaughtered when you go? Slaughtered. Was it always the Derby, or do you go? Oh, no. Because last year. This year is the first season they've had the Hamburg Derby since 2000. 11 Oof. something like that it's been a while how so. they do did they let's don't talk about this like. <laughs> they didn't do well they lost God, they lost how i got so nervous i Ugh. took my boyfriend to go see we love spurts we took him to mm. tc tottenham tottenham played dortmund at uh. wembley for his 30th as a surprise but i was the whole time i was stressing i was like harry kane's hurt like we's good we're gonna lose so bad we flew all the way to london we're gonna lose so bad <laughs> oh no and then we won. so i've been stuck at dortmund been a couple games and they, they haven't lost every time we, that was the debate after the game was over it was like everyone all the sort of international supporters there were like have you ever seen the team win have you ever seen the team win I love that I've never seen them win it's your fault you're never allowed to come to a game again (laughs) have you ever seen the team win is such a sad question but it's like sweet I think we decided to blame it on Dave from Manchester I think that's that is fair Dave Mm. from Manchester calling you out yeah it's your fault Dave Manchester (laughs) (laughs) yeah Spurs is true Man City that's the Champions League kill me (laughs) anyway uh, yeah that's how was it what did you guys do when you were there did you go on you went on a tour you told us yeah we did a stadium tour Um, the the like um, supporters uh, organization uh runs stadium tours so people can sign up for them i think they do them in english a couple times very cool something like that that's awesome um but yeah so we did that with a friend of ours and then yeah just like hung out in the city a whole lot you know what was your favorite part of the stadium my favorite part of the stadium well okay so the cool thing that you get to see on the stadium tours that are not part of like here we go experience is that they have all of these they call them separates they're like the corporate boxes okay and when you lease the corporate box for a year you get to decorate it and so a whole bunch of them are like really decorated and there's like there's like one theme. That, most most yeah. of them have their own theme. Oh, that is so cool. Pirate ship. There's one oh that my looks God. like a chapel, but all the stained glass windows are like former players. Wow. It's pretty crazy. I love yeah. the creativity. Dude, that's there awesome. Was, I gotta so go. I'm thinking about the stadium, and I was reading about it earlier. Uh, there's some drama about they renamed it, but then they were like, no, he used to be a Nazi, so they named it back. Yeah, so What's the deal with that? They basically have made a commitment to not like selling the naming rights to the stadium. Okay. Oh, the name applause. of the stadium is the yeah. Milan Tour. It's named after a like historical... Um, like feature of the of the town, the the gate, um, mm. and so that's the historical name of the stadium. It is no longer named after anyone. They're not going to sell the. Yeah, it, it used to be named after after one of the former presidents, but uh, he Koch. was in the Nazi Party. Yeah, but says. but but the thing is, like he 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 wasn't the Nazi Party from what I understand, but he wasn't like like an active like Nazi. Just like, it was our, just like the old Pope, or the, the thing is like the thing is like a lot of people. What people have to understand, like back then when you it was like more of like survival, I guess. Sure, like, sure you had sure. to you had to do something because like. St. Pauli, from what I understand, or what what people basically dug out at the time, was think St. Pauli was already like so, so, like kind of controversial, and I guess like the president like 
somehow decided like if if the club wanted to survive he he had to do this sort of thing but mm -hmm. like i said since it was so controversial like people decided okay they can't carry the name any, like much yeah. longer and uh they renamed it after what Sean said basically the the Milan tour which was like the the gateway back then between the city and like the you know the that wasn't suburbs really but like you know like <laughs> outskirts yeah exactly sure yeah. man oh, i really cool. gotta say i thought you were gonna say like the player tunnel because that's all all i hear about oh yeah but, the player's tunnel is really cool but the player's yeah. tunnel is a new thing like the 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 after cool they bit rebuild about it, it yeah. yeah so there and here's a they little a bit a little bit of a <laughs> oh, yeah, they have a kindergarten in there <laughs> right they had a kindergarten i wrote that there down. was a new, yeah. york, new york times article about that first yeah. before they had an article before they oh. came out to yeah. you guys i'm sending my kids there yeah it's pretty it's pretty great there's a lot of stuff going on like in inside the stadium yeah. as they, well they have a museum they have a, a museum which they the, the the idea came up actually because like uh, the thing is like when they had to rebuild the stadium there was like a, a precinct right outside the stadium and uh when they when they basically built the new stadium the 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 deal was with the city that they had to build a precinct in the like stadium like a police station oh okay yeah a police station so like obviously the entire fan scene like went on the like on barricades and were like no we don't hmm. want the police like inside the stadium no. mm -hmm. so they came came up with came up with the idea that spot should be you know used like for a museum or something so they started collecting all this money wow. and they collected that much money that they could not only like uh, basically finance the museum they had so much money uh, collected that they also built a precinct like police station like outside the stadium that's right yes. so mm -hmm. yeah there was, there was look how much we can and, get done and <laughs> look at that community after the game there's a wine bar in the museum there's a wine bar there's a wine bar in the museum okay. alright I'm going because you know we're having wine right now for our listeners why am I a red bull there's a wine bar and then all of the wine glasses say no wine for fascists on them I need that sticker Oh, absolutely. They can't even have wine. Uh, they, they, you they, they, do? Oh, they, oh. Also big, they also have this big space there for, for the fans where, where the fans basically can, like, DIY, like, uh, uh, do their own parties and stuff. So usually after the games, and even, like, during the week, they, they organize shows there. They have their own bar that they run, and they can just, like, basically have a space where, like, you know, people, even if not, like, associated to the club, but they can do, go there and, like, do their thing, basically, mm -hmm. which is really wow. nice. that's amazing. Yeah. They also, yeah. every year invite a bunch of um, graffiti artists and like mural painters and stuff to come That's and they awesome. repaint the entire inside yeah. of the stadium and a couple of big pieces on the outside too and every year so they come in paint over everything and bring it all in and it's do it. genius. Little, That's literally yeah. genius. Yeah. What really is happening wow. with everyone else? It's a pretty special place. I mean, what was your... Uh, was basically like uh, uh, with the help of the supporters it was like designed basically you know um, and there were kind of a bunch of funky ideas out there first like you know they wanted obviously they wanted something special but they were like these like architect architectural like massive pieces like with like uh, stands and waveforms or whatever you know like uh, like really like uh, weird Out stuff there. also yeah. but then like like I said the fans actually decided over it and they were like no we want a classic like uh, soccer stadium like an English stadium you know like a lot of uh, I think it's also like the stadium with the most uh, 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 freestanding yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, at least like per Per, how do you say per capita like per, per capita yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah exactly and it's close the, to the field too I think right out of the 30,000 like, yeah. right. 30, uh, uh, capacity I think like 18,000 are like uh, <sighs> yeah wow this, like you the way it England, should they don't be have any anymore, yeah you know so 
I'm um, all about standing I up the game. I also read that there are signs like <laughs> proclaiming like no human is illegal within the stadium. Yeah, there's a couple like of places uh, that aren't part of the gallery that get repainted every year, but there's a a section um, that it, where it says like no place for racism, fascism, sexism, homophobia on one wall in one of the um, like tunnels that the people walk through to get into where the the standing area so out of curiosity because we know people and people can be messy Mm -hmm. when something like this does occur there is a comment made within a a supporters section at this game what are the like courses of action that this club will take or like the supporters will take do they get i mean i mean usually usually i mean like when when i was there and like from my experience i don't know like sometimes people get away with it obviously because not everybody is like wants to get involved or is scared or whatever or just doesn't give a shit Mm -hmm. i mean but usually usually what happens like you're being called out first you get a warning you get a second warning then usually action is taking the third time this is like my experience you know like and it I mean, you know, sometimes people are getting physical, you know. Sure. Obviously. Yeah, I mean, happen. usually the way it's supposed to work is like, okay, you call somebody out, say, like, stop it. You know, don't do this here. You know, that's the wrong place. Second time it happens, like, you do, you know, you're a little bit more firm. And the third time, either you call, like, security, basically, like in the stadium, the ordner, you know. <laughs> and, uh, or, or like I said, maybe you, you and your buddies, like... You handle know, it yourself. <laughs> handle it yourself. Oh, yeah. boy. I mean, but, I mean, also, there's a lot to be said for just having that as, like, the understood stadium culture. That, yeah. Like, we don't do these things. Yeah. And, of course, that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. But yeah. I think it means it happens a lot less. And, like, we were talking a little bit before we started about, like, being a, a woman and a, and a supporter. Like, the fact that... Like I've never ever had any trouble in that. That's stadium. huge. I, I was never, gonna, you know, bring not that even up. just like like anything like you know really bad or physical or whatever, but just like I've never had anybody make a comment. No. I've never had anybody ask me where my boyfriend is. You know, it, it like it's just fine. Like it's just like well, just any silly other, comments. Yeah, you know, women yeah. belong behind the stove or whatever. You know, sounds like the ideal match day experience, yeah. guys. One like, of the first <laughs> times I was there, I was, we were, they had passed out all these flags to wave. So I had a beer in one hand flag in the other hand. And then everybody's about to start throwing confetti. And the guy, <laughs> this like older gentleman behind me, I like feel him doing something with my hair and he was putting the hood over Aww. my head so that I wouldn't get all the confetti in my hair. Very it was sweet. just like, you know, it's just that. That's, That's so very nice. precious. Yeah. I liked that, man. I mean, I mean I really we, we know that there were, like, um, yeah. uh, reports where women were grabbed and something, yeah. something like yeah. that. But but I think the important uh, thing is, like, that immediately there's, like, a discussion about it. And it's you know, how, how, it's, how it's been handled, what people are supposed to do. That is beautiful. Make suggestions, like, what you can do in such situations. Things like this, you know, that make people aware. Like I said, there's a lot of, like, uh, kids also, like, from the area. And, and it's like, Paul, you, you to be this like really like poor working class area obviously same like here in new york you know with the gentrification and everything many of them are being priced out doesn't mm-hmm. mean they're still like social like uh disadvantaged dis- disadvantaged people and and since the ticket prices are still fairly cheap a lot of these kids come to the games you know but like i said they're like young they're wild they they maybe they don't know better right they have to learn but if you you know don't expressly say this isn't okay with us that mm-hmm. emboldens people or even further along you see that we're having more and more of this type of tension in stadiums mm-hmm. uh, because more populist voices are coming out saying no it's okay mm-hmm. um, so it's like it's important that clubs stamp it out by being like this isn't okay with us yeah, okay. I mean especially yeah. like the whole <clears throat> PC uh, discussion you know that's going on like it seems to be such a bad word right now you know if you're a PC you know like uh, uh, but in my opinion you know that's the only way you know how do you, how you get it under control basically you know yeah. like not to you know be 
like an asshole, you know, towards, uh, yeah, minorities and right. whatsoever, you know. so hard. So and it's <laughs> also like one of the problems, obviously, is like the change in the generations. You know, it started in the 80s. Everybody was like on the same page, basically, with the ideas. And then, you know, the next generation came and the next generation came. And it's like, obviously, it's a it's a moving process, you know, like, and especially, like I said, with the younger generations coming in, uh, many of them have to learn, you know. Yeah, I... Uh yeah, I, I was reading that you guys have the largest number of female fans in German football, but then you said across European football. I think that's true. I think, okay. I think in men's professional football, they have I think you're right. That's yeah. wild. Female that's women. incredible. I read something on Twitter, of yeah. all places. And a lot, of it, a lot of it is just that, like we were talking about. It's it's just that, like, because it's it's, like, that's the culture that it's accepted, and so people have have room to step up you know where and it's an interesting thing because you know i mean i think there are plenty of other clubs where you know in general they would love to have more women be involved but the fact that this says like explicitly like this is part of our of our values right um you know it it empowers people and it do they like expressly because i'm always asking people specifically what can we do to get more women Mm -hmm. involved in the supporters uh, it's a question she's been asking I'm, pretty much yeah. every guest we've had. And, we've ever had. I mean, yeah. first of all, they, first of all, they should go. You know, yeah. go, yeah. go <laughs> out there. You know, get in people, put. go in people, get in people's faces. I think you know? there uh, is a sense. <laughs> yes, that would yeah. be lovely. There's a sense of a trepidation about going. I mean, yeah, I absolutely. even have avoided maybe a Cosmos game because, like, I'm worried about like rowdiness or mm-hmm. you know being I don't know some very small. Like, I don't know. I just yeah. I I'm concerned and I like to hang with the guys but as much as anybody but you know I don't love comments like I don't love being treated a certain way so what is FC St. Pauli doing right because they're doing something very right I mean I think that that's it's interesting you say that about Cosmos because I I I get that feeling as well or when we go and we stand in the supporters section we stand on the sides because I don't want to be in that pit in the middle where people are drunk and running up and down the the bleachers and you know like I don't I don't want to be in the middle of that Mm -hmm. um so that's yeah, that's interesting. It doesn't um, mean we're not a fun hang. Right, it exactly. just means you know, like, and, and I'm I trying not to going, die today. Right. I love going <laughs> to the games and we have a good time, but we're gonna stand off to the side and like yeah. that's gotta be okay and that doesn't make us any like less supporters than anybody else. Right. Um I you know, I think there's some interesting things with the St. Pauli support. There there are like like women's supporters groups that are just specifically women. Cool. Um, they do things what? like they have um <laughs> they've had some like women's only buses to away games like they'll organize transport for away supporters but then they'll have maybe one bus that's only women if you you know if you're worried about people Mm. getting rowdy and you don't want to be a part of that on the way back um so there's and i think because they have more women in like leadership positions in the fan scene um you know that helps too and that keep you know gets people to keep in mind like oh yeah wait that's not something i would have thought of because that's not my experience but um, or maybe they just feel welcome. Like, yeah, I think yeah. women do it need helps. to go, but, like, you need to feel like it they want us there. But it's also a matter of, like, many, many of them are really getting involved with it. You yeah. know, it's just, mm-hmm. just they go there because their boyfriend goes there or whatever. Like, uh, like, all of them basically have a passion for the sport, and you can tell, you know. They yeah. know the... They know all the players' names. They like you know stuff like that. Not all of them, obviously. You know, sure. like, I barely know anybody. I, really. <laughs> <laughs> so as a, Same as, as a Cosmos fan, I'm like, yeah, that guy, whoever that is. <laughs> as a as a supporter yourself, mm. and I'm going to ask Sean this question really quick. Like, have you ever felt like 
And you can be honest, like, I, as a f- soccer fan, I get tested a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you're a, a Barcelona fan? Name their lineup in 2011. Right. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. well. Oh, that's such a I would love to not be. Um, like, I wasn't whatever. aware I was attending a test. Yeah. yeah. Um, just at a game right now. <laughs> don't get me in sports, so I'm doing my best. Yeah. Uh, what, um, do you get that vibe? or I don't think I've ever gotten that from. It's incredible. The, from the St. Pauli community. I love that. You get it from time to time, like, random dudes who stumble into our bar. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Our, a friend of ours and I were, like, trying to sort of, like, explain to this guy what was going on, and he's like, whoa, this is really cool. Why do you guys watch German soccer? Do you have German boyfriends? And my friend who was there is German, and she almost decked him. It would have been the best, but... Decked him. <laughs> Man. Boyfriend. Deserves yeah. it. I mean, but, the, yeah. the, the, the yeah, thing like, also, like, especially, like, you know, about our group... Um, I think it's uh, sort of unique also in this way. Like, we as a supporters group here in, in, in New York, it's also for us, like, uh, it's functioning as a community, basically, yeah. you know? So people, like, who move here or, like, who are just, like, interested in the sport, they don't even have to be some poly supporters. They don't have to be from Germany, you know, or, or from, from, from here or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Like, as, as, mm-hmm. as long as you... As long as you feel that you can have a good time, you know, uh, uh, not necessarily even knowing a lot of the, uh, the sport itself, mm-hmm. you're always welcome. Aside from, like, just watching the games, we also try to do, like, more in terms of, like, building the community, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes we organize, like, weekend trips or, like, like Sean said, sometimes we like to go to the Cosmos games, like, as a group or we're having a barbecue or like yeah, things like this basically to, to, to get everybody more involved and like feel, get this like um, a family feeling basically you yeah. know uh, because a lot of people like who obviously didn't grow up here in New York they don't have a lot of family here and then and, and, and that's like sort of like replaces a lot it's of really it, cool you know? because it reminds me that uh, there's a study done and I can't quote it so forget mm-hmm. it but uh that the people, the reason people like look back on university as like the best years of their life is because mm. generally we're not really meant to live in a massive city. Mm. Like the way we're built as humans, we're supposed to be, we really thrive in small communities. Mm. Yeah. And so that's why people are always searching for community. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why college is so fun because you feel like you know everyone and you're yeah. in a small space. Exactly. So I think it's really cool that there's like like-minded individuals. Yeah, and totally. people who care about you, you know, yeah. it's right. like, you know, you have a bad day and you go there and like people like ask you, oh, what's going on with you? And then what's happening? You know, like right. they, 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 they feel it, you know. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. if a couple years ago I lost if, my job and yeah. I mean, other people just covered my rounds for a yeah. couple months until I was wow. making money. Wow. You know, like it was just like nice. nobody makes a big deal. I, I yeah. mean, you don't have to. If if I wanted to talk, people were there. But yeah, or like we have people like who had to go to the hospital for surgery. I would, and I would like, cry. Take care of them. You know? Yeah, <laughs> Stephen's like real that, emotional. You, know? <laughs> you, <laughs> just, you just guys all just bought me beer. My God, I'm crying. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, not but, I just had yeah. a, like I had a bike accident. Like and people like took care of me. You know, they came yeah. to the hospital and like you know. Like, wow. Things I mean, I found out that you had a bike accident because the bartender texted me to find out if you were. That's a different thing. But I'm glad you said that because, like, I think, I feel that the more active supporters of the Five Points, which is, like, the collective brand of the Mm -hmm. New York Cosmos supporters, Mm -hmm. we look to you guys to sort of build off what we're trying to do for the Cosmos for our local club here in the States. The, let's say, MLS clubs. You know, we talked about NYCFC. We talked about Red Bull. We talked about Galaxy. What could they be doing to sort of fight the status quo of MLS and sort of maybe pull, press the issue, maybe change things up a bit. Could they ever, you know, or what, what would you suggest they do? 
Those supporters. Yeah, one thing, I mean, maybe this is more applicable to sort of the growing lower league thing than the MLS people, sure. but one thing that I see that worries me a little bit about growing supporters culture is that there does seem to be a lot of that sort of gatekeeping, like you were talking about, and not necessarily like men and women, but just like, you know, you know, can you prove that you yeah. bleed mm-hmm. whatever, you know, and there has to be a room for people who are passionate, but also, you know, obviously there's a lot of work that goes into running a supporters club. And especially if you're building TIFOs and you're, you know, doing all this stuff and trying to advocate and, and, you know, make sure that your club is growing and not getting left behind. There's a lot of work that goes into that, but there has to be space for people who don't Casual. have time yeah. to do all of that stuff, mm-hmm. who can still be a passionate fan and not, yeah. you know, for whatever reason, can't make it to literally every event and that has to be okay because if you kick out everybody who doesn't meet you know whatever sort of specific guidelines you have you're never you're not gonna have you're only left left with zealots if you like only people who are super into something can hang out then you're only gonna have like five people who are like super into something and and then that's an echo chamber and you don't want that you want they feel alienated like when you call them out like oh where have you been and like you know you missed two games and blah 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 blah. you know that's like our club like lives like mostly off uh, uh, people like who only pop in like every once in a while you know obviously there's a core like to a certain degree but nobody is expected to be there like every 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 and a lot of our atmosphere is built by visitors yeah Yeah. which is and they're they're like once and then we never see them again i mean it's really cool because even after talking to you today i feel like oh i could go like i don't feel like oh i've never watched an fc st paul game it doesn't matter at all yeah that's awesome everybody just like welcome seriously welcome like we we try even to like reach out to the people when we see there's like new faces in the bar Mm -hmm. like usually you know unless like i'm in a grumpy mood myself (laughs) 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 you know sean does it i do it other people do it in the bar just like try to like get them into the conversation you know what brings them to east river bar why are they watching and and, and you will see like immediately like people's like you know uh, moods like brighten up and they yeah. feel like welcome so nice. and we get well, we get so much good feedback like just from people like oh, they feel, felt home immediately and things like that they like to come back they tell their friends and la 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 you know yeah. Um, if you ever do come, we're the ones who are all squished into the corner of the bar closest <laughs> to the front door. All, like, yeah. you know, 12 don't, people all don't squished get into it. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was supposed to attend an event, and then Stephen couldn't go. And I'm, like, an extremely talkative, friendly person, but I was like, I don't know, because supporters clubs can be so intense, and I don't know anything yeah. about FC St. Paul, no, so we I got are very casual, like, when it comes to it, yeah, you know? Like, out. very casual. I will definitely come. <laughs> the thing is, like, um, I mean, to come back to, to Steve's question also, like, what, what other supporters groups can do, in, in our opinion, like I said, it's not, not so much about, you know, like, what we can do for the club itself uh, for us, because we are so so remote here in New York. It's more about, mm-hmm. we try to, to shift the focus a little bit more on us and the community, and, like, right. what, what we can do, basically, mm-hmm. to help even like the community here around us you know like so uh we try to keep people interested in like what we do obviously just the sport alone and like i mean come on like it's a second division club they have you know they are not very successful and how can we expect people like to go there like literally every weekend it's impossible right but you can do something in order to keep their interest up you know like i said we this is why we every once in a while like we try to organize like other events around it or like the charity work that we do just right. so people can get behind it you know it's like okay just mm-hmm. like following a second division club or sport for me itself like <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be a, a St. Pauli supporter or I wouldn't run the club here you know with the help of others uh, if it was just for the sport you know like for me it has to have like a deeper 
sense in terms of like, okay, we are collecting money for the immigrant defense project, or mm -hmm. we, 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 we do fundraiser parties for Viva Conagua, a charity in Germany, like once a year, or things like that, where I really feel, okay, this has an impact. Just like looking at the screen, screen and yelling at the screen, like for 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 a game that is already like eight hours, you know, uh, over. Happens, yeah, yeah that, that is obviously dumb. Though I mean, everybody, everybody knows, you know. I, mean, I, I can get drunk by myself, like at home or at any bar, you know. So that yeah, does make a so lot of sense. To get drunk yeah, but like I said, building the community and trying to do something good, something that has an impact, you know, uh, uh, preferred locally, like for, for the people here. This is like what, 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 what motivates me personally and I think a lot of other people in the group, you know, like uh, meeting friends, of course, yes, but putting some sense behind it, you know, mm -hmm. like we feel really that that the work that we do and we get like got a lot of feedback also like from locals, you know, this is amazing what you do and like all the political work, you know, we try to do, uh, to go to protests every once in a while. That's you awesome. Know, when we don't oversleep. <laughs> it's fine. You know, there's, there's so many yeah. now. Like, I know. I, know. Yeah, no, I, I went mean, to a couple it's women's difficult, difficult times right now. You know, but, best, but that's why it's so important. You know, I feel like, you know, uh, if you say so, like the, the, the opposite uh, is, is the opposite parties are doing it basically. And so this is why it's so important that the left basically get their ass up again and, 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 and build these networks. You yes. Know, like. You guys take contributions at your events. We uh, do. Yeah. We pass a can uh, every event and the money that we raise, we usually pick uh, a cause every year that we're going to donate to at the end of the year, everything cool. that we've raised. Um, the last, what, two, three, three years? This is the third For three year, years, I think. No, yeah. We're supporting Defense a group called the Immigrant oh, Defense Project because awesome. after the election, <clears throat> we just felt like that was where we could do the most work. They do um, they do uh, legal advice and support for people who are um, pursuing citizenship or visas or whatever um, and have particular challenges with that. So Incredible. it's um, And they're such nice people. They've come out a couple of times. And oh, cool. It's the best way to get involved because otherwise you feel overwhelmed by yeah. the amount of things that. Yeah, yeah. I think, well, that's I think true. soccer is, yeah. a, is a very good vessel. You know, it's same as music. You know, mm -hmm. you can you can easily approach people. I mean, if if you would just go into the street and like have a sound like uh, have a sign strapped around your neck and like getting into f people's fa faces, you would like actually push them away. You know, like, mm -hmm. be anti-fascist or be this. You know, like kind of kind of like telling people what to do. You know, but like if they can combine it with something more fun. You know, like I said, sports, music, whatever you want you know film uh, it's easier yeah. you know, if, to get the yeah. message out and yeah. to keep people actually like close to you I love that do you have any other questions for this team um no. When, think when, when think is the next game? Yeah, when wait, is, when so is, yeah, when is the next game? Hold on. Apparently there's some news that we're going to break on this yeah, podcast. So, okay, so this is really exciting. We It's going to be, by the time this comes out, That's it's right. going to be announced. Um, so St. Pauli came to the U.S. last May and did a little tour, and they are coming back oh my gosh. to do another little tour. Um, and yeah. they are coming to New York City. Wow. So right. if you are around the... What twenty third of May? He said twenty third, twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah. Birthday weekend. Birthday Perfect weekend. timing. Hey, what a gift! Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Soren soon after. <laughs> yeah, hey. um, yeah. So uh, more details to come. Um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, of stuff going on. Something about them playing the Cosmos. They're going to play the New York Cosmos. Wow. 
Shoot they're going to go up to Buffalo and play FC Buffalo after that. I'm not going to go to that, but I will go to the Cosmos. <laughs> Cosmos. We, we certainly yeah. will. Yeah. 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 You guys go ahead. Buffalo's um, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have we have good friends in the Buffalo. St. Sorry Pauli's if you're from group. Central New York. Uh, yeah. I'm, I went to school there. It's Sorry. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we, yeah, it's really exciting. So there's gonna, there's definitely going to be events around it. I think there's going to be a concert. I think there's going to be an Ooh. after party at East River Bar. Yeah, and the best musicians like... FC St. Pauli because I was reading yeah, about the different yeah. punk musicians and people <laughs> who live and yeah. I was like so I'm on board with all of this we don't know we don't know um, I'm not sure yet who it's going to be but they're putting something it up. will rival Woodstock 50 let's tell you that <laughs> <laughs> Santana Schmantana we've got FC St. Pauli in town yeah so yeah so um, I mean I'm sure we'll have it all over our social media and the club cool. we'll have it on their page and stuff too but um, check it out more details it would be great yeah. to see people tell us where we can follow you guys what, what, where, how we can get involved can, can anyone join what's yeah, going on yeah um, Come hang out, uh, East River Bar on South uh, South Sixth Street. Do not yes. be discouraged Between by the outside. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And we've got our um, our match schedule is online at fcstpaulynyc.com, and you can find us on uh, Twitter at fcstpaulynyc, on Instagram at East River Pirates, and then we have a group on Facebook. Ooh, we love a good Facebook yeah. group. Oh yeah, is it a secret group? Dance, I yeah. think. Do I have to Facebook. request Is to join? Is it but it's me and Soren who approved the request. Okay, okay, okay. So we're good. You we guys good. can join our secret Facebook group, too. Yeah. That's fun. We just yeah. talk a lot of shit. Yeah, we're so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Listeners do. We we yeah, kind of we, we need to we need to be more involved. Yeah, sorry guys. Girl, we're getting a little lazy. Sometimes they tag us like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "I didn't yeah. watch that." Um, yeah, anyway. sorry. <laughs> no, Sean Soren. I'm not gonna say it right. Thank you so you? much for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. Thank you so much for having us. Oh yeah. my God, Lalam Brusco, yeah. Fortunato Brothers. What a choice. Best yeah, bakery. best bakery in, <laughs> in the Berg. Oh, I had the pastries. Two of them. Oh, which ones did you get? Oh, I got something with chocolate on top of it and like a filling, <laughs> like a vanilla filling. Oh, and the lobster tail is so And then mwah. something else which was really, really good. I don't remember. Have you ever been so. there before? I don't think so. Oh, no, it's like a staple. My boyfriend's from Williamsburg. Like, yeah, it's his it's favorite the best. place. Yep. Yeah, yep. I saw that. I was like, damn, good choice. Yeah. Great taste. <laughs> they have great taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. Me and Steven. Oh, you guys can find us at FKW Pod on Twitter, which is where it's really lit. Yeah, probably. Go there. Yeah, yeah. And then if you're really into pictures, I guess at Full Kit Wankers Pod on Instagram, yeah. we have a super secret Facebook group, Full Kit Wankers. Uh, you have to request to join. And if you're not cool, you'll still be able to join. It's fine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, guys, remember, you've got subs. If you need them. Yeah, you've Do got you guys subs. play rec soccer? Planning? Yeah. No. Everyone we played in a in a like supporters club tournament. Oh, I remember that. We lost. Was it two and ten? Oh, we beat you guys the first game. We actually organized both of them that we played. You did? That was you. I'm sorry. <laughs> the <thing> is, like, <laughs> that's the St. Pauli spirit. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, guys are fun. You guys to play. are like chill and you're welcoming, and I'm like, I want to win. We had we had like 18 people playing on our team, and I think that's we're only awesome. supposed to have eight. Well, eight you guys should come fun. play in, in in our league if you guys want. We're I mean, I'm not chill there. I'm working on. Anyway, just working on it. Thanks for coming. Bye. Bye. I'm officially a full kit wanker and I do what I like! <laughs> <laughs>